This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I want you to imagine it's 2017, a hot summer day. You open Snapchat to see what your friends are up to, and you go through the stories. You see DJ Khaled. He's on his jet ski in the middle of the ocean, lost at sea. He's calling the Coast Guard, but it's exciting. You go to Kylie Jenner's Snapchat story and see the two hours of Snapchat content that she's posted in like the past 12 hours alone. It's it's fun. You you message your friends like you discovered a brand new language, like you're speaking Azerbaijanian or Icelandic because it's exciting. It's riveting. It's a new communication method that beats texting and anything else. Now think about Snapchat in 2023. You open it, and the first thing you see is this. <laughs> you look on the Discover page, and it says, you have this, this publication called Max. It says, my girlfriend won't kiss me. And it's some guy. I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. You see uh, a publication called Scammed, and it says fake Ariana Grande is in trouble. You see Hollywood Explained with the headline: Jenna Ortega was shot. Um, no jumper uh, says kicked out Jake Paul's house for being trans. We look at um, th- this phenomenon, which we'll get into later. Um, Seventeen magazine. Addison's costume is so revealing right next to a publication saying world's dirtiest man dies shortly after first bath. How did we get to this point, y'all? It's time to wake up and realize that Snapchat is a husk of a fucking app. I'm going to break down the utter downfall of this app and why it is in the state that it is right now, which is dreadful, to put it lightly. As it is right now, Snapchat is barely even an app to communicate with people because that's not where they make their money, okay? I've never seen an app do so much to make a pretty penny than Snapchat. It it truly is insane. And, you know, we could get into social media platforms killing their audience for some profit, but that's a story for another day. Specifically, Snapchat, it's horrendous. The base feature that made it so good that everyone loved was sending people Snapchats. It, a, fle- a picture or a video that would disappear in 10 seconds. It, it was revolutionary. As simple as it was, it was perfect. But obviously, there's no money in that. They can't make money. They tried. You might open Snapchat to see the filters, which once was also revolutionary. And it's like, McDonald's. Try the new McDonald's filter to show that you love the new 10-piece nugget with our brand new Cajun sauce. Um, and then every time you use that, Snapchat gets like 20 cents from McDonald's because it was a sponsored lens. That's the closest they got to monetizing that. Now let's look at Stories. Stories was f- 
also revolutionary. Keep in mind, all these things that are so revolutionary are like pretty much inventions of 2016, 2017. They haven't really done anything in the past four or five years that's been mind-blowing. It's all kind of in the past, and they're just beating a dead horse of an app. But you look at stories and the state that they're in now, and even those got destroyed. What what once was a nice little daily highlight reel of what your friends were doing is now bombarded with the Discover page, the dreaded Discover page. To get into <laughs> how terrible the Snapchat Discover page for me is like opening Pandora's box because I nothing boils my blood on the internet more than literally the Snapchat Discover page. If you're not a frequent user of Snapchat, which I I, I don't even need to really like say this because everyone's I'm sure come across this phenomenon. It's this page when you just are bored as hell on Snapchat and you want to see some friend stories and all of a sudden you see the most insane headlines ever, which, you know, deep down are are fake it's taking like google image clickbait from like 2017 and putting a caption it's like someone popping a pimple and like a a a, a, a maggot coming out next to like a photoshop picture of kylie jenner dead like <laughs> it is such a lawless wasteland and i don't really understand how it got to this point I think the closest thing we can compare the Snapchat Discover page to is it's basically our generation's tabloids. You remember being like six years old and you'd get taken to the grocery store and you're in the checkout line and you see next to all the like chocolate bars and stuff in the checkout, all the magazines with like outlandish headlines about celebrities. It's like Sandra Bullock finds her husband making out with four different dogs in her household or like queen elizabeth reveals that she has a loaded ak-47 under her bed like insane headlines that you know aren't real but is eye-catching enough and clickbaity enough for lack of a better term because you're not clicking on it you're buying a magazine to get people to buy the magazines and i'd always see these and i knew they were just like fluff like literally like none of the shit that was in the headlines was real but I always wondered, well, how are they still selling that? Like, how is it still on these shelves? And then I always wondered, like, well, no one's really buying magazines anymore. Like, let's let's be fucking real. Like, magazines are kind of like a lost, I don't know if you even want to call it art, but like a, lo- a thing of the past for the most part. Until Snapchat Discover page came along. And I make this connection between the two things because I noticed that some of these tabloids that used to be on the magazine stands in grocery stores were some of the first publishers on the Snapchat Discover page. It started off with like actual legitimate like news and you know you'd have like kind of the Snapchat celebrities that would really be highlighted on the Snapchat Discover page. It would be like Kylie Jenner and then like NBC News. And then slowly but surely you saw other publications pop up. There was like I believe it's called uh new york post is one of them then there's this other british one that i can't remember the name of but you'd start getting these crazy headlines from them and it felt just so slightly familiar 
And now we're in 2023, and that's that's all you see. It's it's literally laughable at this point. I have a running joke with some of my friends where we just screenshot like the craziest headlines and then send it to each other. And if you've ever actually clicked on one of these, if you've ever had the misfortune of falling for one of these like headlines and clicking on what the actual article is, you will never find more hollow content on the internet than the Snapchat Discover page. For example, like the Jenna Ortega was shot thing. I clicked on it. It's about four minutes of just pure filler. It's almost like someone went to Jenna Ortega's Wikipedia page and just read like the entire bibliography. And then at the very end, it's like, well, Jenna Ortega actually wasn't shot. You won't find there, there, there's no better way to waste your time than looking at these articles and you might wonder, like, why? Why would people, like, even take the time out of their day to make, like, such pointless content? Like, no one's really gaining anything from this. Like, you're not – no one gets Snapchat famous anymore. Like, gone are the days of DJ Khaled, like, actually, like, reviving his entire fucking career because his music is actually terrible just through Snapchat. Or Kylie Jenner building an entire brand and, like, a whole aesthetic off of Snapchat. That doesn't happen anymore. Yet, there's – Tons of people still posting on Snapchat. In fact, there's literal TikTokers that quit TikTok, YouTubers that quit YouTube to do Snapchat. I'm not kidding. Snapchat alone. For example, we're going to get back into stories. David Dobrik. David Dobrik makes more money from his Snapchat stories than he used to make from YouTube ad revenue which is insane. Now, if you haven't recently seen Snapchat or uh, David Dobrik's Snapchat content, I I don't know how to describe it other than like a toddler that got his mom's iPhone and took a picture of every single fucking thing he saw. It really is insane. Like this man will order a Chipotle burrito, like take a picture of it from six different angles and upload it, and then end the day with. A thumbnail of like him like touching some girl's booty or something and this right here is the this is the bread and butter of snapchat stories right now because the way snapchat stories works is you know whatever the last thing you post on snapchat will be the thumbnail so what these what these influencers that are like jumping ship to snapchat are doing is they will literally post hundreds of snapchats in one day that's just all fluff maybe it'll be like a q a um just like answering questions but for the most part it's like the most pointless shit ever like the, like you're just following them throughout their like mundane ass day and then it ends off with like a crazy maybe like a thirst trap maybe like a clickbait kind of image so a lot of people will just take like straight up like an image off of google like something that they know people are going to click on like a pimple popping and like squirting out like uh, like fucking rainbows or something, and they use that as their thumbnail. And that adds to why the Snapchat Discover page is so terrible because when they do that, when they make an eye-catching Snapchat story for the day, it gets picked up on the Discover page, and then you can get millions of views, okay? I know lots of friends that just randomly, their Snapchat will have gotten millions and millions and millions of views, and they have this new program that's only open for like a select few amount of people but you get ads on your Snapchat stories. It's like every three ads or so, which by the way, let me take a quick tangent and say how actually like soulfully aggravating ads on Snapchat are because 
you can't skip them shits. YouTube, that's understandable, okay? It's like, it's YouTube. The content is like a little bit higher. You know, let's reward our creators with a little bit of ad money. But fucking Snapchat, they have five second unskippable ads to watch David Dobrik take a picture of his nasty cold Chipotle burrito that probably has fucking E. coli in it. So I hope that kind of like demystifies why you've been seeing all these TikTokers suddenly flock to tick or suddenly flock to Snapchat. One really notable person that I think of is Cody Orlove. You might remember him. He uh, he dated that one girl. They were so fucking messy. I can't even I really like they occupy so little neurons in my brain. I really don't think about them, but I saw him kind of making a resurgence. And you know, there's there's doing clickbait on Snapchat, like putting a pimple as your thumbnail. And then there's what the fuck Cody, Cody Orlove does. This man will <laughs> mount his girlfriend in front of the kitchen sink in a literally mildly pornographic matter and be behind her with his hand up shirtless. And the caption will be some shit like, you won't believe what happened next. Like... Have we regressed as society like 10 fucking years to the point where this is what we're doing and this is like what like we're just taking this as content? It's <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's literally insane. Now, I know uh, when I was sw swiping through all the different like Snapchat discover page things, I came across this. Um, I think this is a TikTok named Jackson Creok. As you see. It's the same image on three different stories. And this is a phenomenon that you probably see like a ton where you'll have a TikToker be an admin on um, a bunch of other TikToker stories. This was more kind of like 2020, 2021 when this feature first came out and everyone was kind of like playing with it. And it was like genuinely fun at first. It was very fun being an admin on other people's stories and you kind of like were able to just like goof off. And it was like a genuinely good thing that Snapchat did for once. It added a little bit of soul and life to the app. But of course, you give new features to TikTokers and they do shit like this. That doesn't just say, that isn't just like them like goofing off and posting a selfie to all the different stories. They added themselves. And I, I know I just made that sound like they added themselves. They deserve the death penalty. But that's like a light example, okay? More often than not, when you see this feature being used, people are literally just promoting their own Instagrams or their own TikTok or YouTube accounts. You'll 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 add someone on Snapchat and suddenly you see this random white boy hijacking it being like, watch my new YouTube video, which is like edited on fucking iMovie in three seconds on like an iPad. And it's terrible. <laughs> like that is that's where that feature's at now. And you might be noticing a trend like it's almost as if every single feature that Snapchat had that once was good went down the shitter. What's that about? <laughs> so you have these TikTokers jumping ship to Snapchat. And of course, there's money, which is one um, incentive for it. There, Snapchat has been known to like shell out a pretty penny for creators, which by the way, we'll get into a quick tangent real quick about their spotlight feature. You might've heard of this or at least seen it on the app. It's that weird little button on like the bottom right of the bar where it's literally just like a TikTok clone, except fucking horrible. There's like no comments. 
and all the videos are also horrible. It's like people dropping like frozen ice with like food coloring onto the concrete while like like it's like <laughs> it, it's like take like the most brain rot content you could find on tiktok and that shit's what you'll find on snapchat discover but there was something called i think it was snapchat discover boost or something but there was a few months about i want to say a year ago where snapchat would pay one million dollars every single day to people on Snapchat. Every single day, they would shell out a million dollars and it would be divvied up. And they, they, it's not like they did it equally, kind of like how the, the, the TikTok creator fund is, where like it's like based on views, so like no one's really getting a lot of money and it's kind of pointless. This was more, they would pick, like I think it was the top 200 people of the day that had the biggest videos and split the million dollars between them. So we are talking people getting like $100,000 from one video in a single day. That's how crazy that shit was. Now, that's not the case anymore. They're not shelling out a million dollars a day. I believe it's still active in some form. But when you when you have to pay people to make content on your app because your app is that fucking bad, you're not going to get good content. You're going to get people making content that is literally just algorithmic Alver, oh my god, <laughs> algorithmic, oh, algorithmically designed to be eye-catching and get you watching for as long as possible and then serve absolutely no value because there's no sense of community on Snapchat Discover page. It's literally just seeing clickbait videos over and over and over again. So that was one way that Snapchat was able to lure these creators in with money. But I have a theory on why so many other creators joined Snapchat. As you can probably, like, figure out, when people do TikTok, when people do, like, really any form of social media, you get this, like, almost addiction to views and likes. You see it happen so many times and it it's it's hard to avoid for a lot of creators and when that event inevitably like i really am just slurring my words i promise i'm not drunk i i i just need to crack open a dictionary when you have tiktokers with a natural decline in their account and by that i mean like like every tiktoker for the most part has a, 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 a they peak and then their content starts going down, and then their views start going down. Not me, baby. I live forever. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you see a lot of these TikTokers get genuinely depressed because they miss opening their TikTok to like 10,000 new followers or seeing that a video they posted got a million views in like an hour. That is something that becomes an addiction. The dopamine rush that so many influencers get is hard to be found anywhere else until they go on Snapchat. Snapchat, the the Discover page has a way of, you know, blowing up people's stories randomly. It it, it truly is so random. Um, well, not completely random. There's a few cheat codes you can do, which obviously is like a thirst trap. That is a surefire way to get an extra maybe 10,000 views or double or triple or quadruple or even get a million views on your Snapchat story. So you see a lot of these TikTokers that post on Snapchat, I think, to kind of fulfill this addiction that they have for views and likes. And, you know, 
take that however you will, but I really think that there is no that there isn't a more useless app than Snapchat. You think about how fleeting TikTok is. Can you even name five trends from January of 2021? No, it's a it's an infinite content cycle that is just made to play with the fucking neurochemicals in our brain. Like that's literally all it is. And Snapchat is a hundred leagues worse than that. Snap do you like I really want to like dive into the brains of the these people that dedicate so much of their time to like Snapchat content and like really ask themselves if they think they're like making any sort of impression that's gonna last even like a day in someone's mind. Money aside, you can make the money. Good for you. But do you do 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 these people think that like anyone is gonna remember them from their Snapchat content? even a year from now. And I'm not saying that every experience online needs to be this like momentous like thing that people will remember for eternity. You don't even get that with like higher arts, like movies and TV shows. Like it's so easy to forget a movie. There's entire movies that probably are thought about by people like maybe once. Like maybe like five people think about like <laughs> I like you know the Speed Racer movie? That movie was so lit when it first came out. Does anyone even think about that? Does it even occupy any space in anyone's minds anymore? I don't think so. And Snapchat, I think we've like hit the end of like content. Like this is where we're literally just shouting into the fucking void. Like everything, all the time and energy that people are putting into this app is for like genuinely nothing. So... <laughs> And you might be thinking, like, how do I, like, how do I know, like, some of this information? Like, for example, like, how people are getting paid. Their Snapchat does, I'm really, like, burning some fucking bridges, but I don't really care. Snapchat does these things called Snap School, where they'll invite, like, a bunch of TikTokers to their headquarters in Los Angeles and basically, like, run them through the best practices on how to use Snapchat. And, like basically it it's almost like a factory farm like they they basically have told these creators like post as much as possible literally post everything about your day for the spotlight program people were encouraged to post like literally 50 videos a day in hopes that one of them would blow up it's the very definition of quantity over quality and it's just sad it truly is sad to see like that is where the app went because it, it it makes me nervous for apps like Be Real and stuff where it's like a new thing that is exciting and it's fun. And what the fuck is Be Real going to look like in like three years? They say like no ads ever, but let's be real. Like I'm pretty sure like Instagram and Twitter and all of them said that too. And now look at it. And... It's like it's it really genuinely is sad because like I've had so many like good memories on Snapchat. I've had entire friendships that existed like literally on Snapchat. You you were able to see if the person that you met on Kick was a 50-year-old man or actually someone your age. It was like groundbreaking, truly. So to see where it's at now, to see like look at this one. I I forgot I had more. This is also from the, what do you call it, the, the Discover page. Uh, this is from a publisher called Gaiety. 
Um, this was literally after the actor Leslie Jordan died in a fiery car crash. They said, Leslie Jordan shared a thirst trap and he was hot. It's almost like the publishers of Snapchat Discover content are the devil fucking incarnate. Because how can you literally just make a headline like that after someone literally died in a tragic way? And and that and that's what you have to say about them. Like it's it really is disgusting. And I know I'm not like one to speak from like a moral fucking high ground, but let's let's have like a shred of human decency. And then there's this one from Dirty Money. Fake Ariana Grande turns adult model regrets it. Like, <laughs> oh wait, I got more. I got more. I got more. <laughs> and I have a point for this next one. This one says, this is from the Telegraph. I was shut in a hot, in an iron box and hot oil was thrown at me. Like, this is the shit that you're opening your phone to at the ripe hour of 7 in the morning and you just read that shit. But this, this really, like, interested me because this next one is an ad from Disney+. Plus. As you can see, it says sponsored. And it says, I made mistakes, confesses most powerful witch alive. It's almost like we've gotten fucking meta. Like... The ads are, like, making fun of how ridiculous the very platform that they're posting ads on is. Like, it really feels like we're, like, like in a dystopian movie where this is, like, what society looks like. Like, this is what our media is. It's, it's so insane to me. And I want to address, like, maybe an elephant in the room. I'm sure you, like, you probably haven't seen this, but... I have even tried my hand at the Snapchat Discover page. What once was, like, only available to, like, actual publishers and then became available to tabloids. And then, like, you had these, like, kind of, like, third-class websites, like, even, like, below tabloids that were publishing content. And then they opened it up to, like, pretty much any TikTok creators. And now it's, like, pretty much anyone can submit, like, a Discover show. But if you go on Snapchat, there's one for me. It's all of my old videos kind of converted into vertical format for Snapchat. And, you know, there, it was this company that reached out to me to have my videos adapted to it. And I just agreed because, you know, like, just to see what would happen. You never know with Snapchat. Um, nothing happened, by the way. <laughs> it, it did not blow up or anything. It, I think like the Snapchat show has like 17,000 subscribers fully flopped. And I think I kind of expected that because like my content on YouTube is like made for YouTube. It doesn't really make that much sense to have it on Snapchat, I guess, but I tried it. Um, but it's been very weird for me personally, because uh, it's, it's completely separate for me. It's a whole different um, team like editing it or I guess like adapting it it's not it's like already edited they're pretty much just like cutting it down to uh, make it good for snapchat but it's it's just such a weird place and it's like the floodgates have truly opened where like now that anyone can make a snapchat discover page you start seeing shit like people talking about someone's thirst trap that was literally just eviscerated in a car accident like hours earlier it's like any tragic event isn't even off limits i've seen shit about like the ukraine war i've seen shit about like tiktokers and celebrities that have killed themselves and the headline is like 
secrets found on their phone after they hung themselves. It's insane. It's really insane. And 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 I really feel like no one really acknowledges how crazy it's gotten. You don't see this really anywhere else on the internet. You don't, you don't, you there's obviously clickbait on YouTube, but if it's bad, it flops. Like YouTube at least has a really good way to like weed out clickbait. Like if you click on a video it has an outrageous thumbnail and a title and then the video isn't outrageous like the video like the thumbnail promised, you click away and then YouTube realizes that it's a flop and then it doesn't promote it. Snapchat is actively making this shit at the top because you click on it because it's obviously eye-catching. Like, if you see Jenna Ortega was fucking shot, you're obviously going to think, oh my god, like, what? And then you're going to click on it. But you quickly realize that it's not actually real, and then you swipe away. But Snapchat doesn't care about that. They keep promoting it because it's serving ads. So, <sighs> I, you know, people shit on Instagram for not having a soul, but I really think Snapchat is peak, like, horrible. It's a, it's almost as bad as it gets. I truly can't think of how much worse Snapchat could get. So, um, I guess just stop fucking using the app. I, I wish I could, but I, I have three friends that are still on there that, like, refuse to text. So, Snapchat, I am forced to use you forever um i really hope you enjoyed this episode if you haven't already please leave a five-star review on spotify or apple Podcasts or wherever you get this podcast um and if you are listening you can watch the video version on youtube um that's drama mama uh and i'll see you next wednesday thank you for not saying anything about my haircut that i did by myself i appreciate it and i'll see y'all next week Bye.